Okay, welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. It's great to be back. I'm David. And I'm Matt. And we're really looking forward to getting into today's session. And I was remembering a story told by Keith Webb. And he talked about how he was involved internationally with this big international organization and he was working somewhere in Asia, actually. And he was finally getting the respect he deserved. You see, all these people were coming to him and asking for his advice on various things. And, you know, he knew that you're not meant to give advice. You're meant to ask questions and let people sort of figure out a little bit. But, you know, they were really good at figuring it out about what he thought they should do. And let's be honest, he was a good leader. He'd been leading for a long time. He had lots of great ideas until uh, the one time he was challenged that actually his advice could get these people killed and he was a christian he said the holy spirit prompted that in him they said actually your advice might get these people killed and he was really forced to confront the consequences of his advice giving and uh, that's quite an interesting start into this conversation where mm. we're actually looking at the coach model which is a book that Keith Webb has written it's about coaching it's the model I use when I coach and we thought it might be really just interesting to talk about that topic and why this even exists and I thought a really good reason to start with that story is because we all know people and we are people that love to give advice freely mm. it's that old adage isn't it the worst vice is advice. <laughs> I haven't heard that one in a long time. Yeah, it just came to mind. And I think there is something to that. We, <laughs> I mean, that's the other one, isn't it? You know, opinions are like um, <laughs> buttholes. Everyone has one. Don't go sharing yours around or something like that. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, we share our advice probably without truly understanding the situation that someone's in after having heard just a small amount and then we instantly go oh when was the time that I was in that sort of similar situation or something assembling that this is what I did that helped me or this is what I've heard other people did that helped them often our advice is anecdotal from our own experiment uh, own experience which is not the same as their experience I mean how does so many people start if I were you yeah Okay, well, already you started with a whole raft of probably false assumptions. Yes, <laughs> that's not a direct mapping. Even if they're in a similar life stage, they're a different temperament. The the people around them are different. So, I mean, I know I've, as I've grown older, maybe more mature, I'm quite hesitant to give out general recommendations. I read a lot. People go, hey, what book should I read? And I like depends <laughs> it depends it's quite a good fallback answer but actually in a book that i'm reading at the moment might not be the book that you're most going to resonate with and so i try mm. if someone wants a book recommendation to find something that matches with the person not like i really enjoyed this book it doesn't mean everybody's going to enjoy it and it doesn't wow. mean necessarily you're going to enjoy it right now maybe it's a book that there are some books that i recommend to you there are some that it's like no, you don't need that right now. That's not the stage or the age or the the things you're interested in right now. And yeah. that's okay. <laughs> and so you're, you're trying not to give out general book recommendations. And that's just sort of one thing I thought about. Yeah. 
that's definitely that's quite challenging because I feel like I give out recommendations quite quickly but I try to be a little bit more intentional about going if I've if I found something impactful thinking who might this work for rather than just being like everybody should definitely read this or listen to this and mm. then quite strongly caveat it if I do put a recommendation oh you might find this interesting have a look and see what you think because I have and probably you have as well been on the other side of this I remember a little while ago uh, someone was talking and they were saying hey you gotta do this training it's some of the best training we've ever done it's brilliant it's fantastic it's it's really good you should all do it and this was to like a big group of people and they'd say it all the time all the time and eventually I was like oh you know Maybe I should do this training then. So I went along, it was just online. And in my experience of it was that it was terrible. I didn't learn anything, I didn't grow in any awareness. I just listened to two people read through the booklet that they'd already sent to us over the course of four hours. <laughs> and it's like, well, I read this in half an hour. Why is it taking us four hours to go through this? So my experience was that it wasn't good training for me. But they stood at the front and had said, this is amazing training, it's brilliant training. So there's a whole raft of consequences that came from that. One is I discredited their opinion a little bit because it's like, you said it was amazing. My experience was that it was terrible. So clearly, <laughs> I'm going to have a bit of a dubious uh, or maybe like there's a hesitancy to take your advice again in the future. Sure. So it was proved different. But also it's like, well, actually, that probably was really good training for somebody else. But it wasn't for me. And so yeah. that general advice wasn't great. That's really interesting. And I suppose <laughs> to go back, maybe this is a slight tangent, but some of the things that we've talked, we've, we've definitely talked about off the podcast, but in terms of good communication is you, you want to make it accessible to everyone, but you actually want to hit for different people at different points. So make it meaningful at different levels mm. uh, and perhaps that's where that specific training fell down it wasn't actually pitched at your level as well it was maybe just pitched at someone else's and the person who recommended it found it really impactful but they're in a different place from you exactly and so anyway we are actually talking about the coach model today and we come in through the advice angle because probably it's just a good reminder that most of us should probably take a breath before we freely give out advice yes <laughs> that's just a useful thing but this is also uh, an idea that actually many of us as leaders as people we learn how to put in really well but the coach is about sometimes drawing out there's an abundance of information out there yep. and actually sometimes we need to draw out well what what are the things you're believing what are the values underneath that yep. what are the and you're bringing a deeper awareness to those things and and that's kind of some of the stuff that coaching does. And so there is a place for advice and putting in, but this is going, there's also definitely a place for drawing out and understanding and helping the other person understand as well. For sure. Absolutely. I think so often we're, again, looking for what's that next piece of input that can change me or change my situation or, you know, that next life hack that will, everything will suddenly flip. And actually, I've discovered through coaching with you plenty of times, often the thing that needs to happen is actually to identify some stuff, some thoughts 
that are going on in my head that I'm not really even aware of. They just automatically run through this loop before I've even had a chance to notice it. And in that regard, it doesn't matter what new hack or new information I have, if I'm always going to run through that same thought pattern, I'm stuck there. It's not in the the knowledge that I can get in. It's actually I've got some thought processes that I need to expose and then go, well, is that true? Is that helpful? Yes or no? And and then move forwards from there. Definitely. I mean, I love that journey of helping expose those things. And I think maybe before we go any further, it's helpful that in the in the book, there are different things. There are examples. There is the how to do this. There is the system. And these are how you ask your questions. But underneath that is a mindset that you have to adopt in order to do it well. Because it would be easy to learn some of the skills but if you don't have the right mindset you're not going to adopt them they're not going to stick or you might be end up manipulating people right (laughs) and so one of the mindsets or the beliefs you have to adopt is people can solve their own problems i think so often we're like oh i can solve the problem for them i've got all the ideas i can do it and actually you're helping them to take responsibility for their own problems and start solving them. And and that's quite a difficult thing. And you have to trust that through the process they can do that without jumping in and fixing everything for them. Wow. That's interesting. I was just reading a quote uh, uh, the other day about what's the inverse of that as well, which is we have this... Many people have a an implicit understanding that or a desire to... I can probably solve my own problems by myself. Mm. Um, but actually, we do need help from other people to extract that out. So this was a book about communication. Mm. And there, it's quite a provocative uh, theory he expounds in it, which is effectively, I can only really truly know myself to the extent I'm willing to communicate myself and confide myself to you, to another Um and that's partly, I reckon, similar to some of the things we've spoken about in terms of just when you speak out, when you actually have to synthesize that, it, things become clear in mm. you. Um, but yeah, absolutely. If if I, we almost do the same thing, like uh, I can solve my own problems and I can also solve their problems. Mm. But it's like, actually, they can solve their problems, but not alone. Mm. They do need help or they need at least someone else to extract that out, to ask the questions, to go... Have you thought about it from this perspective or that perspective? 100%. And that's the co-creating part of of coaching that the International Coaching Federation talk about is if we were coaching, you're bringing the content and what we're talking about and I'm guiding the process. And together, through that, we're moving forward. Now, I'm not going to advise you, but I'm going to help draw out and bring clarity and new insights to that. So like you said, it so often we think, oh, I can solve my own problems on my own. Well, maybe, but also if you have someone else, but the help doesn't always have to be input. And I think that's where people get confused. It's like, oh yeah, they need my help. So that help shall be, I will tell them all the things I know. And I was yeah. thinking, <laughs> I've, I've had some coaching sessions and you know, my, my background, I've done a lot in sport. I, I studied sports science for my degree. I did a sport health and exercise psychology master's. Um, so that's four years of study. Then I was a, a self-employed coach in sports, sports coach for two or three years as well. It was like seven, eight years of stuff. So that's actually now one of the most difficult topics for me to coach on. 
because right. someone says hey you know i really want to get fit great like let's have a conversation about that but that's the time when i'm like wow this research and and actually this evidence and i know this story works and then but actually they've got to almost go on that journey as well to figure out how do they start that journey now because i know a lot i can ask better and more targeted and maybe more appropriate questions but the biting of the tongue in those sessions oh man like it's, it's really a miracle hard. i have a tongue left wow <laughs> that's interesting yeah and i imagine the challenge that because of course what we're the the coach model is this is expanded in this book and the, that you practice it basically don't give any advice mm. you're just drawing out mm -hmm. but there i mean most people when you initially talk to them about coaching what they're immediately thinking of is high school or you know secondary school pe mm -hmm. where effectively someone is telling you what to do maybe even shouting at you to tell you what to <laughs> yeah, do. yeah exactly so it's that that's the almost the two ends of the spectrum mm. and there probably is a whole lot of stuff in in between where you can kind of go we can have a, a measure of directedness mm. from a an expert p opinion but also actually a drawing out and that's probably a bit of a cross between maybe mentoring and coaching mm. and that yeah like you said there's this thing is is questions not advice what they talk about is it's asking not telling and pure coaching is asking it's questions <laughs> it's summarizing it's paraphrasing but also what you said is, is true um, that and I, th I remember Keith Webb talking about this the one time he said all the best mentors I ever had were coaches first because most of us have a tendency to lean into the telling and the advising yeah and actually the best mentors <laughs> are the ones that hey i'm going to ask you a few questions i'm going to really get into what's going on here i'm going to go a level deeper and deeper and then in that space it's like oh i know the story the metaphor the analogy the book the the resource you need uh, but i've asked enough questions to check to know it was that whole thing i think it was um a, a medical professional and yeah. they all gave themselves this rule of like i'm always going to ask every patient 20 questions yeah and so well you know just one after the other just and and afterwards the patient was like well when did you know like, after about question three but the rest of the questions were checking basically and sometimes we we don't even ask two questions many of us don't even ask one question we yeah. hear someone go oh i'm struggling with this oh what you should do is yeah and i have that in my life all the time right so i i get headaches that's one of the things i get <laughs> so what do people say all the time oh do you wear glasses you should wear glasses you should never even ask questions just like oh, i've got a bit of a headache oh you should drink some water so oh thanks yeah so you know you don't ask it like it's a hereditary thing like our my mum's a doctor like you know we we know the the things that prompt us and symptoms it's just like i've just let you know i'm not 100 percent. i didn't need your advice on <laughs> all yeah. the rem remedies you think you've just you know i've never thought about yes um, <laughs> yes yeah you've probably tried with all of those remedies more times than the person giving you the advice yes exactly yeah we don't even stop to ask even to to give the person the dignity to ask would you like my opinion or even what have you tried yeah well if, if someone's <laughs> you know if someone has said something to you and you're almost dan and susie they've told us how susie might come to down with something and mm. he'll realize he needs to ask 
what do you need me to be right now? Yeah. Do you need to be a problem solver or do you just need me to be here? Yeah. And more often than not, it's not the problem solving thing. Yeah. And often that's exactly what advice giving is. We go, ah, I need to solve their problem because that is the biggest problem. Actually, when someone's sharing something with you or with us, often what they're really going is, can you just sort of sympathize and empathize with me in this for now? I'm trying to share a bit of who I am. And if you discard that or disregard that in order to solve the problem, actually, you've shown that you're not trustworthy with being any deeper. (laughs) So I'm not likely to bring any deeper problems to you because you're not going to see me. You just see the problem. Yeah. I mean, I love all this stuff. Right. I feel I don't know how f- close on track we are to talking about the coach the coach model. So you know maybe we can wrestle it back in. Maybe this is a very interesting point where we introduce the model, which is C for connect. We've done a lot of connecting in this conversation, but you just spent a few minutes connecting. O for outcome. That's a really important one. We didn't do it today with the conversation. Hence why we're drifting a little bit. But actually it's really useful to in every coaching conversation go hey where would you like to get to by the end of this conversation yeah how many meetings do you wish started that way where would you like to get to by the end of today's meeting because you're setting a a goal then you're setting an outcome you go and then you can go this was a successful meeting or not we're not just chatting for 90 minutes or 60 minutes however long your meeting is yeah so and this is one of the reasons why I like talking about this because it's a framework for many other things. You can have it in everyday conversations. Where it's yeah. like, hey, actually, what what is going to make this a good conversation for yeah, you? Yeah. That can be a sit down with a friend or or something else. So then you have the wow. A, which is the awareness, which is actually you're asking different angle questions. How's this affecting your relationships? What values are you honoring here? What would change if you had more time? You know, just lots of different things because you're going, hey, have you thought about it from this perspective? Or how is this affecting everybody else? And so that's where so often in the coaching conversation, you get the aha moments that I, oh, yeah, I never thought about it that way before. I think that's where also most of the heavy lifting is done. A lot of the hard work is done in that awareness place yeah so sometimes it's really deep sometimes it's like really just a lot of different surface angles that just expose new thinking yeah then you have so you can realize we're spelling out coach connect outcome awareness course and that's about action steps it's not just going hey we've had these great new learnings okay well what actions are you going to take and so usually in a coaching conversation it's going to be hey what are two or three steps you can take in the next week in the next two weeks to do this again that you wish you could do that in some meetings where it's like mm. oh the topic we've talked about who's going to do something about the thing that we've yeah. been talking about sure or is the core or is the action step we'll talk about this again next week's meeting not great <laughs> um and then it's the highlights and highlights is really about new learning new insights new revelations a chance to almost just do a quick review capture some things yeah and that's really helpful because and I can't tell you the number of times I've had a coaching session. You know, what was a what's something you learned in this conversation today, or what was a highlight you had? And they tell you something that we definitely didn't talk about. And <laughs> like, oh, this thing really changed the way, or this thing really encouraged me in this way. It's like yeah, you you didn't mention that at any point in the last hour, but actually that was the thing that was underneath, or That's the biggest the, uh, thing. The internal it. conversation they're having with themselves. Exactly. What I really like about 
the course before we move on too quickly is just it is it's not that uh, well you set the outcome of the conversation at the, at the beginning but that's you then set a course to move it it's a directional thing it's that whole thing of oh we're it's better to set a direction and be moving in that direction than to go i have a target aim and i need to get to that aim because mm. with that if i miss that target it's all been a failure whereas mm. if i'm going directionally i'm setting a course i'm moving in that direction it is all success yeah yeah, and so much of it is about progress and moving forwards. And this is why, and the most recent time I read this book, I've read it three times, I think, is the real, it really jumped out to me about the action reflection. So much of adult learning is taking an action and then reflecting on that so that the next action is better. You, right. you add the learning. Well, how many of us are really taking the time to reflect on the actions we've taken? Not very many. But when you have a coaching session or coaching series even at the end of that's where the magic is it's where the magic is because at the end of one session you're going hey these are the steps i'm going to take the beginning of the next session guess what we're going to do we're going to reflect on those actions maybe you did them that's great what did you learn what changed where else can you apply that learning maybe you didn't okay that's great what did you learn how can you change what you did what can you do better next time and either way there's an action and there's a reflection that deepens learning to better improve future actions. Yeah. And that's amazing. That's how adults learn. That's how most people learn, by taking an action and reflecting. So it's deep with insight and it's great with action. And as you can see, I'm like sold out on, on this model. And I think it's so useful, not just for the coaching I do, of course it is, in helping other people make progress and move forward and problem-solve things that come up in their life. But also, it's just really good for conversations, for meetings, for everyday life and everyday conversations. And yeah, I think that really comes through in it as well. And it's adopting that different mindsets, the curiosity instead of, I know the problem. It's like... I know how to solve this. I know how to fix this. It's, it's those sorts of attitudes that give space for people to grow. I love that. I, I was just thinking about how when you maybe catch up with a friend or something with my phone or go to a cafe or whatever, I was wondering, maybe you don't even have to voice this question, but just in your head have like, okay, what would make this a great conversation? Not just mm. for me, but for them. Mm. It might be worth asking that question, but it'd be a weird one to start with, yeah. a bit odd. But actually, it could transform that from being a fairly blasé, whatever conversation, to being something that's actually really meaningful for both of you. Mm. This is actually what I really need right now, yeah. rather than talking about all the, th- the other things that you could. Oh, because it's so easy, especially if you haven't seen someone in a while. It's like, oh, let's talk about, let's catch up on everything we haven't talked about for the last three four five months that's a lot and that's all just like backwards and then after you've been talking for 90 minutes you get to and actually the real thing in my life is this yeah well maybe we should have started there i didn't need the day by day rundown of the last nine months yeah (laughs) yeah i love that so who should read this if you're a leader you should definitely read this if you want some deeper understanding of what coaching is you should definitely read this Mm. if you want to ask better questions you should definitely read this if you want better meetings this could be something that helps that but it's not for everybody (laughs) if you know all the answers don't bother reading it Uh, (laughs) 
Um, yeah, that's all I've got to say about that, really. It's Keith E. Webb, the coach model. There is a subtitle, but you should find it if you write the coach model into... Yep. Powerful leadership skills for solving problems, reaching goals and developing others. Yeah. Great. It's a bit of a different book review this time. I yeah. didn't kind of interview it like we had before. No. But, but you thought, haven't read it, have you? I Well, I would have interviewed you. Oh, yes. But I thought I'd let you have free reign with this one a little bit. Yeah. Talk the way you wanted to. You enjoyed yeah. it. Hopefully you engaged with it, you connected with it, you found it useful in some way whatsoever. And if you want to see it in action, you should book a discovery coaching session with me or just a regular complimentary session and you can see how it works out in, in a session and you experience the benefits yourself. Absolutely. See you guys next time. See you next week.